Concentration. I that killed it. I killed it. It was a it was a great beat. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for that ad love ad, uh Adorla. I like uh uh your name's uh uh Dorla. There you go. Hey guys, we're back at Screw Project. Yay! I'm Reese. I'm Leah. And we have our third person we picked for our group project. from Cerritos, Cerritos, California. She's a Scorpio. She's a Scorpio. Um, I don't know how much information you want me to tell about you, so Adorless is on the show today, guys. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hello, hello. I got to get a real horn. We should. That'd be yeah. Fun. Not the ones that's, like, annoying, because I don't want people to be in their cars listening. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. You know? So, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, so Adorless. Welcome has, to the show. Welcome. She has stepped in. She stepped in to the, the group project we're presenting today. She has no idea what we're presenting. Just like a group project. Yeah, exactly. She's just showing up. Yeah, and we appreciate you showing up. We're gonna get you guys to a C plus today. Okay. I mean that's better than that D we were getting. Right, right. I mean, for the past couple of weeks, we've been getting Fs because we haven't even been doing it. We them. haven't, but people have still been streaming. I really appreciate you guys. Appreciate I know. You guys. Um, we've been streaming. By the way, subscriptions are coming out soon. And I, if you like hearing us, make sure you subscribe. We're going to have a subscription service part partnership. Yeah, it's coming. Anyways, what's up, guys? <laughs> What's up? What's going on? I just want to like inform you guys if you guys don't know, it's called social loafing when you have like a participant come into a group project that basically didn't do anything. What? Yeah. I just learned that. I did not know that. That's awesome. That's why we should have teachers on the show. <laughs> I have social loafing. Yeah. Really? I did not know that. Adora Liz is a teacher. It's, it's a group, and then you know, one person in the group doesn't do anything because it's a group. Project. So now we're gonna call our third person a social loafer every time they come in. <laughs> oh my! Our gosh. social loafer of the day is. You should have been had her on. I love it. You know we gotta do more research about things. I know. Gosh, gosh, we oh, need there's... we need someone smarter in the group. Right. I wish we had the social loafer showed up and did more work at this point. Sorry, <laughs> but it's okay. We're gonna get plat. We're might get a B today. Um. Yeah. So I was just. Telling you guys that I want to go to Kenya. Okay. Because they have a giraffe hotel. That's cool. Yeah, and the giraffes, there's giraffes roaming, and you can open up, you can leave the door open, and giraffes can poke their head in and say hi. I don't know that I like that. I've actually seen this on Instagram. Right. It's in Kenya, and I really want to go, but I'm, I'm a little scared, because I don't know if they're like, wow, wow, like, what if, like, they bite my face? All they'll do is lick you. They have really long tongues. I don't like that. 
I I mean, we went to Mexico and you made out with a camel. <laughs> Wait, okay. And every Wednesday, we posted. <laughs> Wait. Where's your love lie? story between you and this camel. I love that camel so much, but I did not make out with it. I had your hamica in my mouth and I fed him from the hamica. A little too close me. for comfort. Okay, I will post the picture on our Instagram page. Uh, you posted it already on your on page. Our Instagram page. Okay, we'll post it everywhere. I, I, I will. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt made. How come you didn't get a video of you like feeding this like animal? She is feeding it with her mouth. I have a picture. Yeah, I have a video. Like, She's like feeding it with her mouth. That's, that's very intimate, I guess. What's intimate between you and another animal? I mean, if you really think about it, is there a human that you would feed with your mouth? No. My baby. I don't have a cat. <laughs> okay. No, I would do that. I was thinking, like, if I was a bird, I would feed my... And I'm not a bird. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Like, that's some really weird stuff. Like, an animal is the only thing that you would feed with your mouth. Like, you wouldn't walk up to a total stranger and be like, here, have some of this from Micah. (laughs) Okay, one time we were hiking with, um, we all three of us was hiking, and I asked Leah what was going on, and she told me, did you know eagles have photogenic memory? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <I> do, <laughs> and then I she was like, that. "If I ever piss off an oh eagle, he will remember me and come and and seek vengeance." <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys have to stop messing with these animals. One hundred percent, you can't mess with animals and get away with it. So, if I fed an eagle food from my mouth to his, we'll be buddies because that's when they share. Okay, food. well then he'll remember you and he'll probably like oh, that. Wait, bunnies share food like that? No. Eagles. Oh, I thought you said birds. No. I I actually read a report, um, and they were talking about um they scientists have successfully created the first um human ape embryo. So I had a bunch of questions like who's gonna carry it? (laughs) (laughs) A really big woman. Okay, but think about her role in history. Like, she's going to go down in history as the first woman. Or would it be an ape? To carry a half, right? A half human. I would think an ape probably would be a better fit animal to carry. So, you, they're going to, they're going, they're they're going to make an ape, a half ape, half human? Yeah, they've already created the embryo. Why did they do this? That's what I said. I was like, well, who, who asked you to do this? Why is this a thing? I think that most people try to avoid having, like, children with adverse conditions. Mm-hmm. Let alone, like, let's mix this <laughs> with, like, an ape. Wow. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know who's going to carry it, but I can't wait to see how this story unravels. So... We're definitely going to cover that if they come out with a, a half human, a half ape. I'm just letting you guys know already. One hundred percent. Well, anyways, um, animals. Perfect segue. <laughs> segue. Yeah. Anyways, today, have you heard about the Dudley Proving Ground, the DPG, Adorless? No. Where is that? Well, take a guess. Say it one more time. Dugway 
proving ground, the DPD, Dugway proving ground. What state would you say? Somewhere in, in the south. In the south? Okay. I don't know. It just sounds All like right. something I've never heard. Okay. It's actually a U.S. Army facility established in 1942. In it's about 85 miles southwest of South Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh. Mm-hmm. The great state of Utah. Utah, what's up? They have a lot of Mormons there, don't they? Yes. My brother used to live in Idaho. Hey, Mormons! <laughs> he would tell me all about it. Can I say that? Yeah, why not? Okay, cool. I was like, hey, Christians. Like, hey, yeah. Okay, cool. I just didn't want to be, like, politically incorrect. You just can't say, hey, blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, so... This DPG, it was an Army uh, facility, and it actually was established in 1942 to test biological and chemical weapons. Okay. Because there's nothing out there? I mean, it was 1942. But it was more so a barren ground, but it's still mm-hmm. something, it wasn't like completely. Like, people live there too? Of course. Yeah. And they tested things where people live? Of course. We're gonna See, get into it. You have to make sure that if if your weapons are gonna work, you have to test them on your own people to make sure they'll work on other people. Mm. That, that's and they wonder logic. why the vaccine is blacks people are scared of the vaccine. Did you just say blacks? I said the blacks. <laughs> I did. Because you said the blacks. And I said the blacks. But I'm black, so I can say the blacks. Oh gosh. I can say it, but I didn't mean to. <laughs> I was trying to say that's why the black people. I got you. But, but I could have just said that's why black people. I 100% got you. Vaccine. I, have to, I have to clarify. I have to clarify because people will comment. Anyways, much of the activity at the Dugway DPG um, has been closely a great secret. So a lot of people, even to this day, don't know everything that went on. And that's why we're here to tell you. Is it still going on right now? No. I mean, the effects. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you know, testing out some bio weapons. Okay. So, to give you a visual on its side, it encompasses 801, 505, 8,000, 801,505 8, 8, 8, acres of Great Salt Lake Desert. Okay. I didn't know Salt Lake was a desert. It says the Great Salt Lake Desert. Yeah. No, I just telling you, I didn't know the desert. Right. I didn't know either. I just read Who it. Who goes there? No one goes there. <laughs> 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 An area of the size of the state of Rhode Island. So it's actually the size oh, wow. of the state of Rhode Island. Rhode Island is very small. It is. It's like it's that little. But I got you. Hangs off. I got yeah, you. It's like a boot. Yeah, it hangs off. I remember when we used to do the name all the states, and I was like, I know this one, because it's like just a little... I would love when I get to that part, because you could just initial just any type of what, anywhere, and it'd be like, yeah, I've been that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that one. And it's surrounded by three sides of mountain ranges. So, it's basically Basic. the state of Rhode Island, and then they put in this, like, three mountain range around it. Yeah, a basin. And I'm like, using my hands yeah. so much for you guys that you can't see any of it. <laughs> I will describe her hand movements. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. So, testing. Explosive hands. 
1942. During World War II, DPD tested toxic agents, flamethrowers, chemical spray systems, biological warfare weapons, firebombing tactics, antidotes for chemical agents, and protective clothing, plus more. Mm-hmm. Where do you get this information? All over. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But you can find more. It's under the Freedom of Information Act. And if you go to the Library of Congress mm-hmm. and search the Dugway um, experiments, then you can find that information. Mm-hmm. So the experiments on... Uh, uh, just land? just at the base. Yeah. For, for, for these experiments, I mean, nothing is truly confirmed. I mean, I suspect that there were some humans involved in some really? of this. <laughs> I, that's, that's all... A guess. I don't know that for sure. I don't. I don't think it. that anyone would tell us. I'm not against it. Yeah. I mean, it was 1942. It was. A, it was a wild time. Yeah. According to reports, actually, the DPD was still producing small quantities of non-infectious anthrax, a type of that was that is like a it was anthrax. A anthrax, and they were using it. Um, and, and 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 they were using it in vaccines, making while making vaccines as late until uh, 1998, so 30 years after mm. the United States mm-hmm. announced biological weapons. So up until 1998, okay. they were using anthrax and vaccines. Okay, <laughs> so whatever the hell they wanted over there. And so I'm like, we're in a whole pandemic. <laughs> so so when was the anthrax uh, scare? Um, that was like the early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two thousand. Coincidentally, two years after they stopped. <laughs> Where are we gonna put that? This anthrax. Let's just mail it to random people. <laughs> like, hey man, remember that anthrax you put away two years ago? So <laughs> that's my address. <laughs> I'm gonna send you something. So Don't, freak something. <laughs> Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Like, we're only going to kill three people out of how many U.S. Americans. It's not that bad. They're mm-hmm. greater good, right? Well, because, yeah, people, I don't know what movie or what show I was watching, but people like to go and test out what they make mm-hmm. to see if it actually works and how far it spreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what is what is that thing called when uh, it's like the philosophy question, like, would you sacrifice a few to save the mass? Mm-hmm. I, I forget what it, like, I forget. what it's called. But yeah, that was. That's, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was their approach. But I mean, unconfirmed. I'm just a conspiracy theorist. So just to give you guys even more information about the DPD, um, there was at least 1,100. I like the way it rhymes with KGB. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there was at least 1,100 other chemical tests at the Dugway during the time period of the Dugway sheep incident. In total, almost 500,000 500, pounds of nerve agents were dispersed during open-air tests. Okay. This is scary. I know, right? There were also tests of the, at, at the Dugway with other weapons of mass destruction, including 332 open-air tests of biological weapons, 74 dirty bomb tests, and eight furnace heatings of nuclear material under open-air conditions to simulate and dispersal of the fallout in case of a meltdown of aeronautical nuclear reactors. I pronounced all those words correctly. (laughs) 
I know they're not pronounced words correctly. <laughs> right. You got through that sentence like a champ. I'm going to use that as the screen, like the sound grab. Thank you. <laughs> you have to. It's a must. We're a history podcast. So they were just doing massive destruction here. Yeah. So um, what's a nerve agent, right? Mm-hmm. So it's chemicals that like disrupt the mechanisms that uh, the nerves transfer mes- messages to your organs. So it messes up your nerve signals to your organs. Adorless, can you imagine living, you know? Adorless, by the way, just got married. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so I'm just like, you, you just got married. Can you imagine? You get a new house, you're married, you're living. You have a house with sheep because you guys are farmers now. Yeah, you're farmers. Your life has escalated. You went to the <laughs> <laughs> You went you moved you have moved to the Midwest. I'm sad, I'll miss you. You moved to the Midwest with your husband on a great big farm of sheep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Along with other animals, because mm-hmm. who just has sheep? Right. And you're taking livestock. She has a plethora of lives, livestock. Yeah, you finally got your 40 acres in a mule. Mm-hmm. All right. And can you imagine that you don't know that, like, next door behind that mountain, there's, like, this... <laughs> little spray chemicals. I would be so bad. I would be so bad. Like, you have this throbbing headache, and you have no idea why. Right. You're, like... Dang, am I did, am I like eating something bad? Like, what's you think that something's going on neuro, neurologically with you? Right. Which it is, <laughs> but you can't understand why. Right. I have no idea why you're having issues. No idea. Well, that's why I'm going to tell you about the sheep incident. Okay. The sheep incident. In the days preceding to the Dugway Sheep Incident, the U.S. States Army at the DPG conducted at least three separate operations involving nerve agents. Okay. So, they were already kind of revving up for this. Um, All three operations occurred on March 13, 1968. One of them involved the test firing of a chemical artillery shell. Another one was the burning of 160 U.S. gallons of nerve agent in the open air pit. And the third was an aircraft spraying nerve agent in a target area about 27 miles west of Skull Valley. Okay. Wow. In the third event, that third event usually is connected to the Skull Valley sheep kill. That was the sound you chose. <laughs> oh my gosh, we put her in start in charge of sounds because she's like, oh, I have all these dope sounds, so you can stop yeah, doing it with your mouth. And and then that was the sound. It was a sad story. It was a sad trombone. Okay, we're sad that all the sheep died. Okay, you got any other sounds? Yeah, I do. Pick another one. Did you say your line again? Let's let her. You get one more chance. <laughs> it was a third event that is usually connected to the Skull Valley sheep kill. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> First forty-eight. <laughs> oh my gosh. The incident log at DPG indicated that the sheep incident began with a phone call on March seventeenth. 1968 at 12 30 a.m 
The director of the University's of Utah Ecological and Epidemiological Contact with Dudley, Dr. Bose, phoned Keith Smith, smart. He was the chief of ecological and epidemiology. Yep, all those words. Soundboard. Give her a soundboard. She needs oh a one. Gosh. <laughs> yep. Yep. So Keith Smart called Dr. Bode and he was like, hey, 3,000 sheep are dead in the Skull Valley area. But the initial report of the incident came to Bode from a manager of Skull Valley Livestock Company. But wait, can you imagine like owning all those sheep and then they're like dead and you're like, yo, what did you feed the sheep? You'll <laughs> be like, what? Is- right, like, whose fault is it? No one knows that these things. No one knows what's happening. You're like, the yo. Keeping the sheep, like the food company that you're getting the food from. Honestly, I would think that it's like God, like doing a plague. Oh. I would be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's kind of. The rapture. <laughs> like, 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 we're I, dead. We actually did the um, the festival of sex. If you don't remember, if you remember that story, they the, the festival of sex. We actually touched uh-huh. on the story, and it was when they said that blood came and they killed like all these people. Like, yeah, like <laughs> dude, every every time they talk about a plague hitting, they the number one thing that they kill are the sheep. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't I think that? Mm-hmm. Like as a Christian person, like. I would call my mom just to make sure she was here. Oh, her. Um, well, so the sheep were grazing in the area about 27 miles from the probing ground. Total sheep deaths. Are you guys ready for it? Mm-hmm. Here. Okay. 6,000, between 6,000 and 6,400. I'm sorry? Between 6,000 sheep? It's 6,400, so it's 6,400. Oh, that's a lot. For one owner? Yeah. I mean, it was just like one the area. All of these? It was or... a livestock company, so that's why we asked you. Yeah. If you own, like, you know, you and your husband have sheep? 6,000, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. They all died? Yeah. Pretty much. 6,000 yeah. or 60, between 6,000 and 6,000. Can you imagine how expensive that is? Like, how much is a sheep? How, does, how much does one sheep cost? Someone owes me a check. And they were reported over the next several days. Um, um, actually, the total deaths were 3,843. So 3,843 deaths. But 6,400, between 6,000 and 6,400 sheep were affected. Okay. That's a lot of sheep. Yeah. So let's talk about possible causes. Previous detaining documents said a nerve agent demonstration occurred the day before the sheep deaths. On March 13, 1968, an A-4 Skyhawk attacked um, aircraft, flew across a test mission over to Dugway with chemical dispersers containing the nerve agent. One of the dispersers were not completely emptied during the test. So basically, when it flew over, thought it was done. By the time he was over the, the the stretch of the land, he still had nerve agents left. Mm-hmm. Where was that going to go? Because you can't land with it. So it's only logical to spray over the sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, had to, <laughs> I had to do it. 
to just start dropping. Oh my gosh. You guys, we have and been downgraded like, to D. It was like, no, we haven't. We're doing good. It was like, we're doing phenomenal. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. It's so, so hot. I'm sweating. It's so sad. of the aftermath of the zips was that the chemical or biological agent had escaped from the DPD. Circumstantial evidence uh, seemed to support this assertion. The U.S. Army admitted to conducting open-air tests in the days preceding the sheep killed. The Army imitated that the spray nozzle had malfunctioned and that the test during, during the air, causing the aircraft to spray um, in the wrong direction or something as they climbed higher altitudes. Giving that with that, meaning what were they planning on doing with it? Like you loaded it up in there. Where, what were you planning on doing with it? They were like, yeah, we're just gonna. <laughs> you spray can't, it. Oh, you can't land with it. So what were you gonna do with it? Yeah. What nerves are you trying to shut down in a in a field that doesn't have any it live animals? You know what I mean? Like someone. you don't have any live animals, so like why are you shutting down nerves to grass or like? Yeah, to, that's why I was like, what are they testing on? Yeah, exactly. Like you meant to do that. Come on. And actually, it was. It's only logical. It was actually reported that a small amount of the BX was found into the tissue of the dead sheep. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course it was. So they're over here like it may be possible that they may have sprayed. We don't know evidence. We don't know. I mean, it was a malfunction. Malfunction that day. Okay. Seems like a coincidence. Other information contradicted the initial assumption. One contradiction to the nerve agent exposure as a cause in the symptoms of some sheep following the incident. Several sheep still alive sat unmoving on the ground. The sheep refused to eat. But exhibited normal breathing patterns. Yeah, because you messed up their nerves. And they showed signs of internal hemorrhaging. Records of breathing and internal hemorrhaging are inconsistent with nerve agent exposure. And no other animal of that type, including cows, horses, dogs, rabbits, or birds, appear to have suffered any ill effects. The circumstance is hard to explain if the exit caused the sheep's death. You know what? Here's the thought. Mm-hmm. The people that owned them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the government came through, and they sprayed them right, and then like three thousand were dead. And they were like, "Oh my gosh, I know that they did that. Let's try to kill the rest of them so we could get that check." Do you think that was a Do possibility? They have insurance on like their animals? Yeah, of course yeah, they have insurance. So they got paid out. So maybe they like let's get some 69? more. Sixty-nine, dude. If half of my sheep are dead. Mm-hmm. I might as well go for the whole lot. So you're you know what? They're going to come back and give me a race. <laughs> she was just thinking from a 1969 setting, not like New Day, that we know that animals have hearts and souls. She yeah. was just thinking about that money. It was right yeah, like, money. it's just like, you know, I don't know. That money. <laughs> I am speechless at this point with these uh, sounds. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I feel like we have to move forward with these from now on. Yeah, you guys should definitely horribly driven sound effects. Okay, what? I like the sound effects. 
Party foul. Party foul. Okay. Talk about the aftermath of the event. All these sheeps are now dead. What What are you going to do about it, right? So the incident affected the Army, the U.S. military policy within a year. The International Inf- Inf- Infantry of the incident contributed to President Richard Nixon's decision to ban all open-air chemical weapons testing in 1969. The sheep incident was one of the events which helped contribute to a rise in public sentiment against the U.S. Army Chemical Corp. during and after the Vietnam War. Ultimately, the chemical corps were almost disbanded as a result. Finally. Following the incident, the Army and the other state and the federal agencies compiled reports, some of them which were later characterized as studies. A report remained classified until 1978 and unreleased to the public until memory. Sorry. You you were doing so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's my first day, okay? Oh my goodness. I don't know. I just got here. It's my third day. Um, I re- Sorry. The report which remained classified until 1978 and I released to the public nearly 30 years after the incident was called the first documented omission by the army that VX kills the sheep. So 30 years later. They didn't mm-hmm. admit till 30 years later. Wow. Oh, conveniently. Mm-hmm. So convenient. In 1998, Jim Wolf, reporting for the Salt Lake, Salt Lake Tribune, made the content of the report public for the first time, 1998, from 1960s to 1998. Mm-hmm. The report described the evidence... When they of- stopped anthrax, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we're not, we're not, we're not using oh, it. Right? You, you yeah. can go ahead and... Who was the president in 1998? The Clintons? I don't even know. I'm going to write them a letter. The report described the evidence that the nerve agent was the cause of sheep kill as inconvertible. I'm sorry. It was Bill Clinton. (laughs) It was. It was Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. No, you're fine. The 1970 report compiled by researchers of the U.S. Army Edgewood Arsenal in Maryland stated that VX was found in both snow and grass samples recovered from that area three weeks later of the sheep incident. The report also concluded that the quality quantity of VX originally present was sufficient to account for the death of the sheep. Even after the report was surfaced, the Army maintained that they did not do it. And they did not admit, admit negligence. Yeah, anyone can do that. Like, you could catch someone on tape doing something. Like, it they wasn't me. You can still deny it. You can always deny it. Man. I just shroud somebody and, and kill somebody on camera. And they're like, oh. Not guilty. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, not guilty. We saw you. I, but did you really? <laughs> <laughs> we saw you. But did you really? Um, as late as 1997, one year before the report went public, the U.S. Department of Defense officials stated that the reason was never published because it wasn't particularly revealing. Mmm, seems pretty revealing to me. Because they probably didn't take, like, data and notes on it and stuff. They absolutely take data and notes on it. They just didn't release it until 30 years later, and then they were like, oh, well, we we had the research, but... We didn't find it valuable. It's like it's like I go rob a store, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm basically the judge for my own trial. And I'm like, <laughs> and I go grab, I go grab the tape. And then 30 years later, someone goes back and get in. They're like, hey, man, why didn't you release this tape? And I'm like, I didn't see any value. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, that's oh, that's me walking in. Oh, that's me taking some. Oh, that's me with the gun. You know what? Oh. But it doesn't really prove anything because you don't have my fingerprints at all. The eye is deceiving, man. At all. This is a deep fake from 1968. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I think you're getting it at the end of the show. Um. So the desert. <laughs> The Desert News reported in June 1994 that Ray Peck, Ray Peck, who owned the sheep that were killed, was outside working during May 13, 1968. The incident and the members of his family actually developed nervous system illnesses that were similar to those reported when the people were exposed to low levels of VX in the lab experience. So they actually were testing on people, too. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what type of people, though. Special education people, probably. I suspect some Japanese people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Also, the probe showed that the medical tests the army had used to claim humans were not affected are now considered inconclusive. And the pecs had shown other signs of a low level VX exposure. So, that's what they were saying. They were like, oh, it's kind of inconclusive. And, oh, we don't know for sure. Everything is inconclusive. Would you guys like to know Ray Peck's point of view? Yes. Yeah. I actually have it. You got a sound for that? Um. Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) So, as you guys know, Leah likes to give you the in-depth of um, the what else to the story. I actually took the time to find the other point of view. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, is this the El Finale? Something like that. Yeah, we're getting there. Okay, we'll take it. We're going to talk about Ray Peck's point of view. So, let me read you a little excerpt. Okay. Doing so good with the words. I'm reading a little excerpt from um, Ray Peck. Peck was working outdoors at Skull Valley Ranch that evening between two herds that would soon perish. It was windy and snowy. He developed an earache. So he went outside. According to reports he filed, the next day he remembers that morning was crisp and beautiful. It was so beautiful, pretty. I couldn't resist eating a handful of new snow, he said. Oh my gosh. Right. Who eats snow? He must have been. I mean, well, sorry. He was in the countryside. No one's touched the snow. He's like, this is perfect. I guess. I, I you don't know if the animal peed on the snow. It would be yellow. Oh, yeah. It melted probably. <laughs> so he, had, see, he grabbed the snow and he ate it. Mm. He's enjoying his snow. He's having a great time. And then he sees dead birds night nearby. In the distance, a dying rabbit struggling. It was weird. But, hey, I just went back to work, he said. Mm-hmm. Soon, as, soon the sheep began dying. An army helicopter from Dugway landed in his yard. And discordant officials who Peck said collected dead wildlife and performed blood tests on his frightened family. Oh, they didn't know this dropped, but they just 
decided to show up and do blood, like, do blood tests, yeah, and collect a dead wildlife. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. The army. Wrong sound. Okay, I'm going to whistling. Let's hear it. No, that's not okay. No, that's it. All right, sorry. The army never acknowledged that the nerve gas killed the sheep. Although scientists says that small droplets of the nerve agent ZX on plants and snow, like the snowpack ape, probably killed them. Hold on, wait. So, so did he get this earache from the snow, or did he have the earache before the snow? The morning, he... um. That it was dropped, he woke up with an earache, and then oh. he did see dead birds, and he did see struggling rabbits. The sheep began to die a little bit later, so it was kind of like a, a he slow ate the snow reaction before he saw the animals. Though, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but who are you gonna believe, science or the government? Mm. Who are you gonna believe? That's the question of today. Right. Today's society, they're like, no, global warming is real. So the army never acknowledged the nerve gas. Um, the army did pay the ranchers one million dollars in not 1968 enough. for the it's not sheep. Enough. But they always what about his rabbit? They always maintain that no humans were hurt. <laughs> you know what? I I don't believe that because two weeks ago, I pulled a nerve in my shoulder. Yes. And they said there wasn't anything wrong with me. And I was just like, dude, just take the whole arm off. Yeah, this is true. She's in so much pain, you guys. So if you want to cash out her, you can cash out Reese Free. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dollar sign Reese Free. And I will make sure she sees the money. Seize it. it. <laughs> Seize it. Seize it. Anyway, <clears throat> scientists were interviewed by the Desert News probe last last year that claimed that said it was questionable. The Army reports the newspaper attained sh- um, example that Peck's family and others in school brother were sick for the week after the incident. Well, what they said were just the bad cases of the flu. Scientists said that they may Some have, flu. Some flu. Some flu. That's all they had. That, mm-hmm. That's what they're... The Army said. Okay. Scientists said they may have been showing symptoms of exposure to small amounts of nerve gas. But the army insisted it was just a flu. Because the armies are scientists. That's it. that's what they're known for. I think it's really funny that a lot of our stories that we talk about, they start intertwining with, like, um, what am I saying? Like, history. History, history intertwines. History repeats itself. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, we have the people that they had the vaccines that they were giving to the black community. Well, I mean, come on, don't say that. I just got my vaccine, so, no, that when didn't did you get yours? Uh, the, like, two weeks ago? I got the first one, and then I'm coming up on my second one next week. I'm completely vaccinated. I took it. Okay, so don't talk about my arm falling off right now. You're right. Hold on, wait. Did you take the Moderna or the Pfizer? I took the Moderna. We're, we're team Moderna over here. Uh, I yeah. Pfizer last Wednesday. Week. I, oh, I feel bad for her. I read an article that Pfizer oh, has strains <laughs> of herpes. No. I really read the article. Why would you do that? Why would you say that? <laughs> it's very rare. It's very rare. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, let's go back to the story. Scientists. Um, say now, however, that the army needed to compare levels of individuals over time. 
um, to ensure whether a drop of the enzyme level have occurred, and they didn't do that. So they were exposed to the nerve agents, but the effects were going to be long-term. Mm-hmm. And the Army was trying to say, no, we checked them right now. They're fine. We're good. We're good. Let's just get out. Let's just roll out. Yeah, believable. Also, documents show that the tester Peck himself and other Dudway employees who lived on the Skull Valley were clearly below normal ranges. Their results were excluded from the Army computed averages. So they actually tested residents around the area and just excluded Peck himself, who was actually in where the area had happened. They're like, we don't need his. We actually need the neighbor that's like a mile down. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Not luck on after Peck said he began to experience violent headaches, numbness, and began um, a feeling of burning his legs and had bouts of paranoia that made it difficult for him to work. This is an actual quote from him. I had headaches once in a while before that, but it was never bad or constant. The same with my family. Some of the kids have had the same problem. They got so severe that in 1985, I even had CT scans and everything. But the doctors couldn't find anything wrong. And the Desert News found a series of studies by the National Academy of Sciences that said people who had been exposed to small amounts of nerve agent DX in lab accidents had reported many of the same symptoms. Peck's family suffered another problem, which exposed the DX had not reported with scientific studies. His family suffered several miscarriages. They even deaths at the birth of the incident. Wow. He was saying, we come from large families and never had problems before that. But the girls, who were children at the time of the accident, have had real struggles with miscarriages. The Peck's problems may have been at extra significance because the Army plans to burn chemical arms. Um, Carriers say that small amounts of nerve agent could escape in smokestacks, which might, again, spread small amounts with nerve agents in the Utah wind. The Army... They still kept it to this day, saying the plant is safe. Of course, it's safe. And that's where they ended it. Who are you going to believe, science mm-hmm. or the army? Yep. So that was a good story. Thank you. Um, we like to thank our guest, Adorless, who came through with the soundboard. It was amazing. Thank you. You're welcome for your contribution. It was awesome. Um, thank you for the story. Um, I'm not going to trust anyone now. So, here we are. Ever. You going to tell them how to follow us? Find us? Okay, well, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, it took 30 years for them to come out and say that they may have had an issue with the sheep incident. But you guys can find us at... Group Project Gang on Instagram, Group Project underscore on Twitter, and Group Project Podcast on Facebook. Group Project Gang is where we're at. Um, I did announce that we were going to have clothes, and then we just never dropped them. They're actually going to be dropped probably within the next week. Um, we're going to work on that. So go ahead and click follow, comment, tell a friend, share some stuff. This is a great conversation to have when you're at a bar. Get your mask on and you're leaving. Let's bring somebody here. <laughs> Did you hear about the sheep? <laughs> there was 3,000 over 3,000 that died. Oh my gosh. At my private hideout. I'm going to call it a Dugway. Um, Be for real. 
We're almost out, man. Um, I hope everybody, please go get vaccinated. In order for this to work, 70% of the community has to be vaccinated. I understand that there's issues and people are kind of scared. I got vaccinated. I feel fine. Um, I'm just tired after I got the second one. But if we get it to 70%, then we could be out and have fun. It'll be a hot girl summer, a hot boy summer, a toxic summer, as Gary says. Shout out to Gary. If you hear this, Gary. Say that you listen to this, and I'll cash up you. Okay. Wow, that's money. How much? Money. How much you gonna cash out? One Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be worth some money soon. You guys invest in Dogecoin, please, 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 please. Doge to the moon. I always thought it was called Dodge. That's why I bought it to begin with because it looked sketchy. You know what? That's why everyone buys it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I bought it, I bought it There's no other like reason to buy it. 0. 0.002 cents. Really? Yeah. So you're a Doge millionaire now, huh? No, nah, not even. Did you okay, sell? Close. No, I still have it. Oh, that's great. Okay. Hold. Hold. So you guys have AMC or what? Nah. GameStop? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. GameStop too. I got GameStop <laughs> like before Christmas season popped off. Because I was like, everybody's going to be in the house. I want to play video games. Yeah. So, bye. Uh, you had a very good January, huh? I mean, I mean it's still, going, it's still doing pretty it, good, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was way better than that $6 a share. Yeah. That's when I bought it. I didn't jump on the wave. I missed it. But AMC, I don't know. They're saying that is that they triple shorted it. Mm-hmm. And so... I mean, if what they're saying is true, then this could be, like, the largest transfer of wealth that has happened in this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if it doesn't, then, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but, you know, some things you have to get, like, just in case, you know? Yeah. Just in case the Reddit army is correct about it. Which, in my opinion, Reddit is pretty spot on sometimes. So we will probably be doing a crypto um, random uh, episode that we're going to drop because we are all invested in it and we're going to talk to you about it so we can all make money together. Uh, Not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. Do what you want. I'm not either, but I'm telling you to invest so we can all make money. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. Dude. Perfect. Dude, I saw, uh, what's the dude? Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And he had a caller call in and was like, I had I made a hundred thousand dollars in um Bitcoin over the past two years. He was like, um, but I have some debt like my car note and my mortgage mm-hmm. and I wanna pay some of that down. Right. Do you think that I should like cash some of it out to pay off those debts? Because I wanna I wanna be debt free. No, Dave Dave Ramsey was like Sell it off because right now you're playing roulette and you got lucky. I would never even invest in cryptocurrency. You're silly. Sell it right now. I do. I do think it's a gamble. I'm gonna be honest with you. Absolutely, that's the stock market. I don't think it's a lot. I really don't think crypto is a lot. I like to take it in and and I like to go in and out. I like to go in, get it, and go out. That's why I like Dogecoin because Doge it goes up and I'm out. I don't keep it in there. I don't. Dude, you got a hundred grand right now mm-hmm. in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and you're gonna sell it? I would. Mm-hmm. Nope. Hold. <laughs> I would if I would 
cold. Yes. Are you crazy? I went to yes, I have the money to buy it again. Hmm. Okay, well then that makes I sense. I would take my profit and then the, but yeah, if I didn't know, I would hold, yeah. I yeah, like, what are you talking about, Dave Ramsey? Like, you're super outdated. He's talking about all dead is bad. Like, come on, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> these, these two moms gonna be there. Right. There's yeah, so many wealthy people that have debt. Debt is good. You have to be responsible. Now, if you're, like, doing, like, credit card debt and all that other stuff, then that's a different story. Yeah. But, jeez Louise. So go ahead and cash at me at dollar sign Reese Free if you want to. Um, I have debt, so like go ahead and like help me because I don't want to have a boat fund. So if you want me to like live my life, <laughs> please donate to the boat fund. Okay, any last words, Adorla? No, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me today. Yep. So what's your cash app? Because we don't pay if you're on our show. So if you like Adorless, you want you want us to bring her back, go ahead and cash app her <laughs> with the with the with the tag bring her back. What is yes, it? the tag Let bring her back. Liz Ador, L I Z A D O O R. Perfect. And if you like her, cash app her with when making the comments, say group project gang. She'll screenshot it. She'll send it to us, and we will consider her to bring her back because we ha- were ranked in the top 100 in China. So we in China? <laughs> you know what it was? You know what it was? It was the episode where we did about... <laughs> about what? I can't even say it now because, you know, the freaking Asian races, the, the people that are racist against Asians. No, stop hating. Stop Asian. Stop Asian hate. Oh, that's going. No, we did not do that. No, we were talking about we were talking about we were talking about coronavirus. And the ordering of it was was Wuhan, Wuhan, China. But I I am not with this Asian hate. Yeah, you guys are walling right now. Stop police brutality as well. Yeah, and I'm on the Asian. Stop it. Stop. I'm not with any hate just because of I'm like I'm mad at the bystanders like you're just watching this happen like come yeah, on come on there there was one video and this late older lady like 75 mm-hmm. and this guy came up and like basically kicked her and then started stumping her out in front of like two security guards in front of a property management building mm-hmm. and they did nothing Wow. I was like, that's ridiculous, dude. Um, okay. Um, yeah, cool. Everybody, Utah, hey, what's up? Arizona, I'll be back. I need the lake to be up, the river to be open. Okay, bye. Peace out.